Welcome back. Episode number 35, Staying Alive, we hope. Uh, also, take like the, three, three, four. What is this? How many four, times have you record this? I'm not sure. The the, uh, the internet, I believe, is conspiring against us. And also, I have a, uh, I have a crappy computer, apparently. So, that's a whole other issue. But we're back, mm-hmm. hopefully. And maybe maybe you'll hear this version of it, not the three others that we try to record. Well, so when we you hope try to uh, record on a TI ninety nine. It makes it a little more difficult, Jimmy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, that is insulting. I'm a TRS eighty guy all the way. Radio, I'm Radio Shack, <laughs> color color computer. And I'm sure you stopped by the other day to get repaired at the local Radio I Shack. Did, believe it or not, I did uh, drive by not too long ago in where was I? Petersburg, Saint Petersburg, Indiana. And they had a Radio Shack uh, sign there. I think it's long defunct. Wow. And I took a picture. Of course, I did. I was hoping somebody was working there. Be great. Oh, I wish I would have. I would have bought another color computer or something. I well, I bought a better computer than what I have now. Anyway, <laughs> well, I've got an update for you for when Radio Shack was still up and running. From two weeks oh, do ago. Tell. Yeah, we ta- I talked about a ninety nine Honda Accord five speed manual coupe. With only sixty three thousand miles, and you were real keen on this only being two owners, it sold for ninety five hundred dollars. Because your two owner thing, what's your theory about Honda Accords? Well, I, you know, I kind of, I was kind of down on that uh, the last time we talked about it, and and I got to thinking about it, and it's like that is kind of an amazing feat because those <laughs> those Hondas <laughs> they went from they went from Big Brother, well, oh no, we said Grandpa, they went yeah. from Grandpa driving it to church on Sunday to. To Big Brother, you know the grandson, and then and then he went off to college and drove it, and then got a real car, and then uh, little brother got it, and then probably one of the uh, cousins got it, and then it, it you know it went off to some other people. So I don't know where you know usually there are about eight or nine owners before they uh, blow up or whatever they do. I don't even know what a Honda does. They don't really die, do they? They, they just kind of keep just going, keep being recycled. Yeah, yeah. So to yeah. find a two owner with you know sixty thousand miles. Ninety five hundred bucks. That's a that's a keeper right there. It it's a unicorn for sure, for sure. <laughs> Let's see what else did I have. I had a couple of Toyota Tundras because your Tundra is on the fritz. This one was a salsa red pearl, which is packaged three Q three. I don't know why they felt that was important to put in there, but this guy sold for twenty one two fifty one. And then the second Tundra that I found was your era. Was an 09 with two hundred thousand miles sold for twelve six. I think those are good really, money. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, good money on both of those. Yeah, Walt, uh, Walt, uh, our our friend with the, uh, you know, our friend and also friend of the metric system. Uh, <laughs> he he has a uh, an 05 Tundra uh, in salsa red with a gray interior, and, he and does it probably have a salsa has, red, just like that one, except it's wow. got the the uh, Toyota uh, racing development package the off-road package and uh he probably only has 60,000 miles on it he's uh he doesn't know what he's sitting on you he's know sitting on a gold mine right there he is that's his retirement right there <laughs> with that trd package it's going to go for way more than twenty one thousand. Oh, crazy money crazy toyota money for sure let's see jimmy you told us about a super light gtr this sold for 125 which i think is amazing that sounds good. That was the uh, replica of the new uh, GT40, right? Not Correct. the old one, but the new one. Yep. Yeah. Great looking thing. That seems like a pretty good deal. I don't know what you do with it, but 
Seems like it'd be fun. I'd I'd like the chance to try to do something yeah. with it. <laughs> I wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't have a problem with it. I've got a news story before we get into auctions, and then a bunch of your stories today. But uh, I've got a news story that you might enjoy. Let me read some of this here. This is uh, Continental Tires. Jimmy is trying to go green, and they are trying to make some Conti Green Concept with 35% renewable. Now, among the renewable biomaterials is natural rubber from dandelions. They're actually using Russian dandelions, and the goal is to be able to grow them in the immediate vicinity of the company's tire plants. They can lower their carbon footprint as well. But they also have silicate from the ash of rice husks and plant-based oils and resins in their tires. So thinking about this, when you go out and you have a, let's say you buy that super light GTR, do you say to your friends, let's go out to the parking lot and burn some rice husk? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't have the same appeal, but let's be honest here. Are, don't we have active sanctions against Russia? Where are you going to get those dandelions? <laughs> That's contraband. I, this whole thing, this whole thing, just it doesn't smell right. You know, there's something, there's something wrong here. Well, especially when you spin the tires, you know, burning the rice husk off. I bet it doesn't smell. Yeah. Good. Oh no, I bet everybody's like, hey, uh, you want to go get Chinese? <laughs> well, yeah, let's do that. Sure, could use some stir fry right, right about now. That's right. I mean, it's going to be good good on them, but, you know, what's it going to be like? Are they going to work? What's the wear? I mean, there's all kinds of questions I have about that. Well, I'm going to continue to buy Michelins myself. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to look you for know. an article next week for Michelins, and I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, then I'll switch to Pirelli. We've got, we got, I've got some moves. I've still got some moves around the board. Yeah, yeah it'll be all right. Well, good. I know you got a couple stories for us, so let's run through some auctions real quick that we can see what's up. What are you looking at, Jimmy? Everything I'm looking at has come and gone because, you know, that's that's what's happened. Uh, but a couple things. The first thing I'm looking at or was looking at is a 1965 Shelby Mustang GT350. It was a premium auction. It was bid to $405,000. And did not sell. It did not sell. And... Um, the reason I was looking at this, to be honest, and, uh, if you want to skip ahead a minute, cause you're about to hear a boring story, that's not a bad idea. But, uh, the reason I was looking at it is that this is the first time that I've seen on one of these auction pictures of a Mustang. And I've looked at quite a few of them. Uh, the thing I like about this auction in particular is that this is the first time I've seen an actual picture of where this rubber gasket goes that uh, covers the drain on the rear quarter panel of the Mustang. And I've looked at a lot of these pictures and a lot of these auctions. I've even gone to cars and coffees and looked under people's cars and they don't have this particular thing. So this is the first one that I've seen that's had it, which is probably why it was bid to $405,000. Yeah, if I like, had to guess. Listen, uh, do you have the rubber gaskets back there? They've, the got, the, panel? <laughs> they've got the rubber. Uh, oh, that's good for, that's good for 400,000 anyway. Let's get it up that high. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that car is so original. It's crazy. I don't love the steel wheels, but I'm sure that that's part of it. Um, crazy. 
Well, even even that car had uh, all those weird stampings, like on the carburetor and all that. It looks like it just rolled, uh, you know, off the uh, off the factory floor. Yeah, it's, uh, it does quite quite a bit of attention to detail. There there was some something in the comments about some kind of documentation, or it didn't have a picture before it was restored, or something. But you know, let's be honest. I got what I wanted out of it. I saw where the gasket went, and uh, yeah. I kind of tuned out a little bit after that. Good call. I like what you look for. Yeah, another thing I learned in this whole deal was I don't understand Mustang prices just like I don't understand Porsche prices. So that was yeah. that was really two things learned from this auction. Well, good, good, good auction. I'm glad it's over, so there won't be an update on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's since since we're in that mode, let's do another one. There was another one, and it was uh, an MGA Roadster uh, project car. And it sold for $13,000. It was a uh, black on tan 1600 Mark II Roadster. It was, a, it was a Mark II Roadster, and it had a body off restoration. And, and it was actually started by that Bill Esterly, Osterly, the guy who started Angie's List that we talked about uh, a okay. couple episodes ago. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he passed, and then somebody tried to take it on, and they ended up I guess abandoning it again, and then somebody else is picking it up now. And it's one of these deals, you know, where it's, you know, I don't know, eighty percent complete, ninety percent complete, blah blah blah. There's some, there was some lively debate in the uh, comment section about it. And there's a fella that's on there all the time, and he he likes to make comments. I'm not sure about how helpful they are, but I'll start with another fella because he responds to him, and this guy's name is Speed Speed All Seventy Four. 99.9% of the work has been done on this MGA. The seller should have done the last 1% to get at least another 30000 for the sale of the car. And then this our, our uh, this guy who's on there all the time, Old 1-2. So Old 1 is spelled out and then 2 is the number. Okay. He says in response, I make it 80% complete and no test driving. Price is about right. <laughs> there you go. Never a dull moment. Let's say if he did that, let's say the first guy's right and 99.9% was done and the 0.01% had to be done. Would he be able to make another 30 grand on that car? I don't think so. I don't think it's a $43,000 car. No, I, you know, I was on Haggerty the other day looking at car values because I had to increase the coverage on my twin cam. And I went and looked at the MGA values and I think Haggerty had them pretty inflated. But I would agree with that assessment. I don't MGAs regular MGAs are pretty flat, and they have been. I think I mentioned that article that I read in USA Today in high school that said, and I graduated ninety five ninety one, and by, in five years it was supposed to be uh, worth fifty thousand dollars, and that that for mo- most mostly that day has not come. So yeah, that was some time ago. I don't know. They weren't specific about which five years had to come to pass, so I'll give them that. But uh, yeah, I'd say they're pretty flat. And uh, you know, honestly, that's one of the things I enjoy about it is it makes things sort of attainable. You know. Alrighty, is that all you got for auctions? No, I got one more. It's a, it's a quick one, just because this was funny and shocking. And it's a 1959 Alfa Romeo 2000 Spider project, and it's in rough condition. It uh, it sold for twenty six thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. And I figured it would be. Those alphas are up there, and it's pretty cool stuff. My favorite comment on the thing, you know, they were talking to the guy who bought it, and and uh, it's a guy, 
it's going to ship it to Australia. And uh, this guy quotes the seller. He says, the car is headed down under. I think that is pretty obvious. Let the heavy drinking begin. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that'll be, uh, that looks like a tough restoration. It's going to take a lot of money to get that done. He's got 27000 into it. He's probably going to put another thirty into a restoration, maybe more. Uh, oh, easily more with that bo- the amount of body work that has to happen. Curves on curves. It's like an MGA. They have curves in places where other cars don't even have parts. So, for sure. Well, I got a couple auctions for you, if you're ready. One of them, we started this podcast last night, and it had not even, you know, it had like 19 hours to go, and I was kind of excited to see where it ended. It was a 2000 Porsche 911 Carrera Cabriolet, six-speed in speed yellow. And last night when we went on and tried to get this thing done, it was only at five grand. And so I was wondering what this thing would end at, but it ended at $23,000. So I wow, why that was so low, but 23 grand for a, I mean, it's 911. It's got the sports seats with the hardback and the painted body color. So it's got a lot of options, horrible aftermarket wheels. They're not aftermarket wheels. They're just newer 911 wheels. They don't look good on that car. And also it's got the terrible gray interior on speed yellow, which makes it look ridiculous. So that's why I thought it was going to go for about six grand. <laughs> well, I understand that you would prefer the nephrite green. Can you imagine speed yellow and nephrite <laughs> green? Gorgeous. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to throw up. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then just real quick, there's a, a car that I think I wouldn't mind owning one of these. It's a 19,000 mile 2008 BMW Z4 coupe. It's not the M coupe. It's just a 3.0 SI six-speed black with the fox red interior. These clown shoe cars, I think, are fantastic. It would be kind of cool to have one of these. And it's only at eleven grand. It ends in four days, but this won't bring the money that the M Coupe will bring. But you know, this 3.0, I've been on about twenty-seven thousand, twenty-five to twenty-seven thousand. But that'll be kind of a neat car to watch. I like those. Is that the same engine that I had in the X5? That was a nice engine, that six-cylinder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That straight six is great. A lot of torque. And then I think they put a little bit more juice on that SI. I like that one better than the V8 that I test drove that one time. Way better. Mm-hmm. Well, this doesn't have a ton of power. It's got 255 horsepower, but it's, you know, it's a light car. And yeah, I like them. So, all right, Jimmy, let's... Uh, Very nice. Let's hear at least one of your stories tonight. We don't want to bore people, but you've got a lot going on. Yeah, too late. <laughs> <laughs> too late, folks. Thanks for, if you're still with us, thanks for hanging in. Uh, hope this is worth it. Yeah, so, uh, well, I'll try to make it quick. Um, the uh, the Tundra suffered from a, uh, a failed radiator cap, so that was uh, best case scenario. Uh, the dealership did not actually have a radiator cap in stock, so they had to order one, which <laughs> blows my mind. <laughs> I could, I mean, I'm, I'm glad, don't get me wrong, but I was just yeah. like, what? You have to order one? Isn't that the same radiator cap that's on every Toyota I've ever seen in my entire life? But apparently, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. They ordered it. Uh, it got fixed. Oh, that's funny. So that, uh, that. Yeah, it was weird. That left me able to uh, tow my uh, twin cam to the uh, Keeneland Concourse and uh, 
I was uh, fortunate enough. It was a it was a rainy day, so the twin cam got baptized, which uh, you know it's going to happen sooner or later. And uh, uh, but I came out of it with a second in class win, so I was super happy about it. That's very so good cool. show. Very very good competition. Oh, very nice cars in in our little class in our in our little circle there. Uh, I saw a couple of them, and I was like, well. Uh, Looks like uh, first and second are out, and maybe third. <laughs> as they kept coming, just counting down as they pull in. Like, it was, well, that yeah, I, yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but you know the thing I I uh, this is the second concourse I've done, and the thing I really like about them uh, is that the people that that you're competing against are super friendly and super nice, and everybody's really happy to be there and. Everybody just seems to have a whole lot of fun. It's a it's a great event. Uh, so yeah. really enjoyed it. You know, for those of you listening, Jimmy was a like a nervous wreck a few days before. Like he was, I mean, I've never seen him like that. So it was a good thing he got over this, got through it. You were <laughs> worried about it. I'm what, glad to have survived it. Yeah, you well, were worried though. Tell yeah, I, I for. I, well, I freaked out. Remember, I had to go. I went down and bought some touch-up paint because there were a couple little chips that uh, I had to fix. And uh, I've been uh, on the top side and bottom side and inside and out of the car. I'd spent the better part of two weeks cleaning it up, and I cleaned the underside of it too. Uh, and I thought they'll never look under here. You know, I don't need to clean this. And sure enough, they come out on the field. They're like, "We're going to do an undercarriage inspection." I'm like, "Wow, yes." Uh, but then we had a we had a rain delay. There was a lightning, and we had to clear the field, and go into a barn there in Keeneland. So we hung out there, and then when we came back, they did away with the undercarriage. But I know I do I do know that they, as they were looking at my car, they did look under it. So that made me uh, feel good about uh, spending all that effort to do it and throwing some muslin so, around. I don't know it's just a lot. I, I, I did that thing smelled like cherries. It was wonderful. <laughs> Yes, maybe that's what. Maybe that's why I got second because yeah. they 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 put their head under there and they're like, "Ooh, is that cherry? Wonderful!" That's funny. So um, and uh, like cherries. Oh yeah, it's oh, it's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, so so I don't really yeah I don't really mind cleaning things with mudslinger. You know uh-huh. you know how uh, you know how car washes used to have those uh, those vacuums, but they had it where they would put the cologne in the in the carpets yeah. and stuff, and they had the yeah. cherry. That's what it smells like. That real nice. cheap, uh, intense cherry. Yes. Love it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So, uh, get some mudslinger, um, when we're not sponsored by M soil. So, uh, that's okay. Uh, go get yeah, some cause it's fun. awesome. Don't be sniffing it though. Use it. Don't be sniffing in your garage. Use it on your car. <laughs> So no, good show. Uh, glad, glad. I will say this. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad I have a glad I have a small uh, car because I was sick of looking at it. But the uh, the brand of the show, or you know, that the, they do a special you know uh, thing for a certain car, and it was Cadillac, and those things were monstrous. The '50s Cadillacs and the '70s Cadillacs. And I walk by there, and I'm like, "Man, those are beautiful." I'm glad I did not have to detail those. I'm glad I do not own one yeah. of those. <laughs> you could they fit were two monstrous MGs in one of those Cadillacs, I'm sure. Easily, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I, I would. I would. I 
I'd be done. Uh, uh, little MG was all I could handle as far as the detailing. How many cars were at the show at the concourse? Uh, I believe there were 150. But to be honest with you, I didn't really have time to look around because I was so busy, you know, talking to the judges and talking to people and meeting everybody. There were some nice cars there, too. Um, the other great thing about it was, I guess I could look at the book. They gave us a hardbound book that had pictures of all the cars in it. So that mm-hmm. was kind of nice. I've seen that book. Got my car in a book. Shout out to Joe. For oh, yes, you have, haven't you? Have me peek at that. Yeah, it's great. So I saw your car in the book. Yeah, that's right. Joe came up. Yeah, Joe came up, and we had a delightful time. Yeah, he had a bookmark for me and everything. So that was, uh, <laughs> well, he he knows you don't have much of an attention span. <laughs> I'm not going to get all the way to what Jimmy's is this? Car. I can't look Just at tell this. Me where it's at? It's <laughs> exactly right. Oh. <laughs> Joe knows me too well. He's yeah, like, look, I bookmarked it. He for knows you. So you can look at it yeah. right away. <laughs> Well, that's awesome! Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to do another? You're going to do another concourse? Do you think? I uh, will see. Uh, I signed up for Dayton. Uh, I'm supposed to know by August first, but I haven't really heard anything. So you know that may or may not happen. Okay. But uh, that, if it doesn't, I'm, I may end up being done with it. Uh, September fifteenth, uh, sixteenth, and seventeenth. I think. If I make if I make it, I'll go. If I don't, yeah. And then we'll, and maybe if we're sitting right next to each other. Might actually work out. Won't have a delay, you know. Your internet will work because you'll be using mine. <laughs> uh, apparently, I need all the help I can get. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, congratulations on your second place victory, Jimmy. And uh, to everybody out there, Thank good you. luck with the auctions. And thanks for listening tonight. Any final thoughts, Jimmy? No, just glad uh, if you've made it this far into the podcast. We're uh, thank you for tuning in and. Uh, uh, hope we didn't bore you too much. We're just grateful you're listening, and we're sorry that uh, that's taken us a little bit longer to get this thing underway. Well, well, until next week, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye.